If It's All True, Blogmas Day 8, post by Lily Hobbs, read for you by the author. Perhaps you're a doubter like myself. Though I like to think I share more similarities with Peter in scripture, possessing a bold, outgoing personality, I'm afraid I share many more similarities with Doubting Thomas, the one who said he would need to see Jesus and put his own hand into Jesus' side to believe that Jesus had risen. You know, when I read that story in John 20, I always think about how even though Thomas was not a Judas, he wasn't present for the most crucial of moments. Not only did he miss the blessing of being with the other ten disciples as they were gathering to pray and observe the Sabbath together, but he also missed seeing Christ with them after his resurrection. And for what? This is always the question that races through my mind. What could he have possibly been doing that was more important, more valuable, more significant? I'm sure he was scared, troubled by the crucifixion, and all that had just happened three days prior. However, he missed one of the moments that changed the trajectory of all of human history. We are undoubtedly our biggest obstacle when it comes to this Jesus thing. We are our own problem, as Barbara so powerfully mentioned in her post a couple days ago. Jesus didn't want Thomas to miss this, though. You see, God isn't scared of our questions or our doubts. No, he's not scared of them at all. Instead, he embraces us and reveals more of his good and faithful character to us in those times. So Jesus shows up and reveals himself to doubting Thomas and all of his glory and majesty. You can just picture the scene in your mind right now. Thomas, ashamed of his unbelief, cries out, My Lord and my God. You can sense the affection and love in his, what I imagine, somewhat shaky voice. It's as if he took hold of Christ with all his might when he exclaims, My Lord and my God. Maybe you share some similarities with Thomas as well. You might be skeptical, a bit unsure of your faith. You may have more questions than you can count. Jesus has something for you. He can turn your skepticism into belief. Crowder released a new Christmas album recently, and the very first song I heard from the album was his song, What I've Heard About You. Here are some of the lyrics. I've heard about you. It's always this time of year when the trees are up and the lights are on and Christmas time is here. I've heard about you. Sometimes I struggle to believe, but people keep on telling me you're as real as real can be. They sing, Joy to the world, a Savior is born. O holy night, every Christmas they sing. Hallelujah like they always do. Could it be true what I've heard about you? I've heard about you, all those stories that they tell. They say you came to fix a broken world and that your name is Emmanuel. I've heard about you, born in Bethlehem the Christ, who left his throne to rescue even a doubter's heart like mine. If it's all true, then it changes everything, because the hope I thought I'd never find has found its way to me. So I sing, Joy to the world, a Savior is born. O holy night, every Christmas I sing, Hallelujah, like they always do. I believe it's all true, what I've heard about you. Jesus didn't rebuke or humiliate Thomas. He knew Thomas's heart, and that Thomas really wanted to know him. So Jesus came to him and said, Reach your finger here and look at my hands, and reach your hand here and put it into my side. Do not be unbelieving, but believing. John 20, 27. If it's all true, it changes everything, even doubters like me and you. The good news is this. It is all true.